every haunted place has a story with a dark past. This is Ghost Encounters Podcast. Welcome back, all you spooky people, to the Ghost Encounters Podcast. I am paranormal investigator Justin Torok. And I'm Jordan, the group scientist. My name's Hannah, and I am checking podcast host off my millennial bingo card. That's such a good intro. It is. All right, so this is a kind of like a part two episode because there are so many of these things. This is season three, episode three, and this is Haunted Dolls 2. We only got through a couple Haunted Dolls on that uh, previous Haunted Dolls podcast episode in season two and there's just so many other haunted dolls and even after this episode there's still more we haven't covered we still have a list of more haunted dolls oh my God. ones that you ones that i'm sure you know and and have heard of so i'm sure there's going to be a haunted dolls three so we're going to cover some more today so these dolls they seem to have a life of their own moving on their own their eyes following you as you move around the room they seem to have a malevolent presence, as if they're waiting for the right moment to strike. Their once-fixed expressions now seem to change, showing a range of emotions from anger to sadness, as if they're channeling the spirits of the dead. These haunted dolls spread fear and terror wherever they go. They're a reminder that even the most innocent things can be twisted into something dark and sinister. Jordan, I'm so excited for your research because last time I, I liked this doll, we did talk about Robert the doll. Yeah. So I'm so excited to hear about this. I was going to claim it, but you had just watched an awesome documentary. I did. So I can't wait to hear all about it. Let's get into Robert the doll. So I watched a documentary, it was a shock doc on Discovery Plus. Well, I'm assuming it used to be on the Travel Channel. Whatever. I don't have cable. And, um... Who does anymore? Yeah. yeah, For for real. But it was such a good documentary. And I know that Robert the Doll is one of the most haunted dolls, like, Mm -hmm. on the frickin' planet. And I didn't want to use him in the, like, him in the last episode because I kind of wanted to do something different. But, um, I had a couple people say, like, why the hell do you talk about Robert the Doll? Like, because everybody (laughs) knows all about him. Yeah. So, apparently, Robert causes misfortune, injury, and even death. Um, there are a bunch of stories that I'll, I'll explain later where, like, crazy shit happens to these poor, unfortunate people, but it's kind of their fault. You'll see why. I'm ready. <laughs> and, like, apparently, if you disrespect him and don't follow his quote-unquote rules, yes. like, literally, he haunts the shit out of you or, like, causes, like, people around you to die, oh my pets God. to die, and stuff like that. Um, so, but before we get to that, let's start from the beginning. In the early 1900s in Key West, Florida, a young boy named Robert Eugene Otto was given a one of a kind handmade doll by a servant that worked for his parents in his home. The doll was stuffed with straw and hand sewn. It was like, just like a cloth doll. In my opinion, I don't want to say this, but I I will. It's kind of like ugly. Like it looks, (laughs) it looks kind of like, like. Like an orangutan, like I had an orangutan doll with like really long arms and everything. It was kind of scary growing up, but I loved it. And it kind of reminds me of Yeah, my the face is not very... Human-like. Yeah, it's not. He he looks like his, it's it looks like his mouth is open kind of. Yeah. And it looks like maybe the, like, the stitch had been tighter, but as maybe, he kind of over time. aged, he like maybe it loosened in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. And the nose is not very yeah. nose-like. 
It's, I don't know. I think apparently, like, from what I got from all the research, that this was, like, not a very popular type of doll at the time. <laughs> because the company, it's a German-made doll, so the company that made it actually made the teddy bear. Like, invented the teddy oh, bear. Wow. Okay. So this must have been, like, their next turn to be like, okay, here's this, yeah. like, kid Oh, doll. so now I can kind of see the face on how they went from teddy bear to trying to make... A yeah, boy-looking dog, human yeah. person. So, because I now I can now that I'm thinking about him, I can kind of see like the bear-esque features. Yeah, of his like face. it's not like it's yeah, very like round. Tell they're trying to make a human, but like it, they're working on it. They're as working they off a bear template to try to make <laughs> yeah, a human. Yeah. yeah, he's got the little shoe button eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was also considered. Um, Big for a doll, standing at three feet tall. I didn't know yeah. he was that big. Oh, yeah, he's um, big. Like 40 mm-hmm. inches or whatever they say. Uh, he quickly became attached. He, as in um, Gene, became quickly attached to his new friend and even decided to give the doll his very own name. Hold on. This happened before. In the last Haunted Dolls episode, we talked about Okiku. Oh, and the girl yeah. got way too attached to the doll and gave that doll her own name, too. I and now about that, that little girl haunts that doll. <gasps> I forgot about that. How weird is that? That is so weird. Strange connection. Good job in connecting that because my mind didn't go there at all. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily a strange connection or just like that's the rules. Both like either of a narrative, like as somebody who's trying to like invent a haunted doll story or like that's just how you make a haunted doll. Like if it's, you know, transferring your soul somehow or if it's like, uh, like... Just the metaphysical yeah. way to make it right. Work, the metaphysical way of know? attaching your cell, your soul to this object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By like giving you gotta... it your own name, personality, maybe even you know. Well, that's like fae rules, isn't it? It's... Like you don't tell the fairies your name because yeah. otherwise they fuck your shit up. It's strange because I, I, I honestly don't know any. Unless you all do, I, I don't know, but I don't know any child that has given a doll their own name. I, I've, I've only never heard it heard from it. these stories. Yeah. So there's some variations to this story. Some say that the doll was given to him by his parents instead of the servant. Mm. Um, and his grandfather, when he came back from a trip from Germany, some there's different. Maybe he got it right. Okay. Yeah. So either way, he was gifted this doll on like his like fifth birthday. Yeah. Regardless, as time went on, um, the doll's name was Robert now, which, it, as I said, his name is Robert. Yeah. The little boy's name is Robert. So the little boy was like, no, mom, I'm Gene. I gave Robert my name. So, like, so then weird. the family had to start calling him Gene, <laughs> like, off of Eugene, his yeah. middle name. So it was, like, crazy. Like, he straight up was like, don't you, you can't call me Robert. Like, yeah. that, this is Robert. Like, Robert and treated isn't... him like his, his like, sibling, his best friend That's and everything crazy. like that. Which, isn't it, like, apparently a thing, like, that if you give, like, some sort of evil entities, like, a name that they're, like, stronger? Is that a thing? Kind of what happened with Annabelle. Okay. You know? Because like, I, I put a note in my They didn't to give ask. her that name. It said it's, that's what its name was, but it kind of will give it more strength by giving it some kind of identity. Okay. All right. Interesting. The acknowledgement of it as a person. Yeah. You know? And Gene apparently dressed the doll in his own clothes, which is what he has on today, that sailor's outfit. Yeah. Apparently, like, a bunch of people theorize that that was actually Gene's. Makes sense. Yeah. He's going to give it his own like, name. If you think about it, if you're five... And you get like what a three foot, a three feet tall doll. It's as big as you. It's the same size if you're lucky. Like I know my teddy bear. I gave my old like pajama shirt to him because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to throw on my pajama shirt. 
I, I love that pajama shirt, so I give it to my friend, yeah. my teddy bear. Because my teddy bear is fucking huge. He's seen it. <laughs> like, obviously, my teddy bear still sleeps with me because I need a little bit of extra protection. He, like, sits in the middle, and, like, Jeff will be like, what is wrong with you? Why do you still have a teddy bear? He's just my friend. I just love him. <laughs> I don't want to get rid What's of him. What's his name? It's just Teddy. Teddy. There you go. Yep. See, that makes sense. A lot of teddy bears are Teddy or Bear, Mr. Bear. And, like, it's like my my pets know that that Teddy is, like, off limits. Like, my dogs hey. can devour toys. Yeah, but it won't, they won't And they will not even sniff that Teddy. Yeah. It's mine. It smells like you. They know it's yours. Well, like I'm not like obsessed like with it. Like I don't no, like, you, yeah, take no. it to dinner. Like a like I'm getting to it. But like Robert the doll sat at dinner with these this family. Oh my God. And like like weird shit. Like would go to the bathroom with um, Gene when he would like bathe, and the doll would sit in there with him. Like he brought literally this doll with him 24/7. everywhere. Yeah, he brought oh, this doll what? everywhere. Yeah. The house that Jean and his family lived in was a beautiful house located on 534 Eaton Street and was built in the 1890s, which is now known as the Artist's House. It's really pretty. Like, it has, like, this really cool balcony and everything like that. I'm a sucker for a balcony. Yeah, it's really, really pretty. So, like, you can tell it's in Florida. Yeah. It's nice and white and beachy looking, palm trees right out in front of it. (laughs) Now, this is where all the weird stuff begins. Gene's parents would hear him and Robert conversating in the boys' upstairs bedroom. Initially, they thought Gene was doing both of the voices, but after listening closely, they became convinced that it was actually two different voices. Oh, and shit. different sources vary. Like, they say that it kind of sounds like a young boy's voice, and other people say it's like a deep, menacing voice. No. That's Robert. Yeah. So apparently, like, the mom would go in and be like, hey, who are you talking to? And be like, right. Robert. And he'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? But. Yeah. Yeah, so periodically his parents heard Gene uh, screaming and heard fiendish laughter and would rush upstairs to find him cowering in a corner with furniture overturned and all of his other toys scattered throughout the room. I found a specific story off of one of my resources that says, and I quote, One night when Gene, who was only 10 years old, awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed staring at him. Nope. Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's bedroom. Gene cried for help, begging his mother to come rescue him. When she was finally able to wrench open the locked door, she saw poor Gene curled up in fear in his bed, in his bedroom in shambles, and Robert the doll was sitting at the foot of the bed. So, like, this and other stories and other resources that I I saw, they had, like... He would be sitting like upright in his bed when she would mm-hmm. walk in with like the covers all around him. And like Robert would be sitting over like on the side, like in a chair or something. But like yeah. all the shit was either, either way every, everywhere. The sources say the same thing. Yeah. Robert the doll was just casually sitting somewhere while the sun was cowering and the room was a fucking mess. Yeah, and it's crazy Everybody. because like this happened at this time period, but then as we go on, you'll see that it's just something that happens when Robert's around yeah. other people. Oh my god. And like the story's documented and it's not like there were scary movies or something for this kid to have watched back then. Yeah, you know, no, like yeah. for a child to make up some kind of other devilish voice or something like that. Like there weren't any really stories like that or things to watch or see or read for a child. So like Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't necessarily a precedent like yeah. there is at this point. Correct. Yeah. Like something to fill like kids will be kids. You can't say that to this this kid unfortunately in this right. situation because they didn't have as like much environmental issues that like we could say like oh we watched the exorcist 200 times and blah 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 like oh yeah demonic possession you know like there's right. all that in pop culture now where back then they were probably like 
the church. You know, like go to church. Yeah, that's all the they devil. had. You know, like they didn't really have movies or nope. plays like that. Now this is the shit that freaks me out about Robert. And like every throughout all of everything that I read and heard, this freaking quote, I hate it. Whenever these events would happen to Gene, Gene always responded, Robert did it. For some reason, that just icks me, like to the core. <laughs> like I just am like, oh my god, because as I've said on multiple podcast episodes, kids freak me the fuck out. Yeah. So if I had like a cousin, a baby cousin or something, like if Jack looked at me and was like, Robert did it. I would shit my pants. Like, straight up, I would shit my pants. But anyway, um, things would be like found broken, like vases, like stuff from the kitchen and whatever, and Gene mm. would always say that Robert did it. Despite Gene being scared of Robert, sometimes he still adored Robert. Like I said, he would um, sit at the dinner table, watch Gene bathe, and the boy would tuck Robert into bed with him at night. As time went on, these paranormal events became a little bit more disturbing. Silverware would be thrown around in the dining room and in the kitchen. Servants would be locked in a room while cleaning, and some of Gene's favorite toys would be found mutilated. Like, heads cut off, arms cut off. So, like, like Robert was jealous. Robert wanted to be the only doll. Yeah. Neighbors started reporting seeing Robert in the attic window, rocking in a chair, and yelling threats at them. <laughs> There's eyewitness, in that documentary, there are eyewitness people that are like, we used to walk on a different route home from school. Because we avoided the Otto's house. Because we would see Robert scowling at us. That's crazy. And then he would follow to different windows. And how can a person do that? How can a doll do that? You can't yeah. move that fast. So, like, these people were, like, adamant. Like, this shit happened to me. Which scared the piss out of me. So, people, as I said, neighbors, servants, family, started reporting seeing the doll speak and witness his expressions change. Her giggling and had sightings of Robert running up the steps or staring out the upstairs windows. If I saw a fucking doll spring up the steps, I would be living on the beach at that point. Fucking like I Chucky would, shit. yeah, I would like, not. What be is able that? To. Yeah, what does that even look it's like? It's funny that you say Chucky because we're gonna get to that too. It's like weird boneless Kermit the Frog motions. Yeah, like they did a really good um, like reenactment of it on that shock doc, yeah. like Robert the Doll, Curse of Robert the Doll episode, because like the servant was cleaning dishes and everything, the reenactment, and then like he hears something, so he goes out. And he sees Robert, he runs up the steps quick, and then he turns around and looks back. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he drops the plane and everything. But that's like a re- that's how I would react. I would be scared shitless mm-hmm. if I saw a doll moving in general. Yeah. Even its head tilt, I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. There are even more reports of weird things happening even when the Otto family wasn't home. So, like, they would go out as, like, a family outing, probably to boardwalk or something like that, and the servants would be at home and they would still hear the giggling. Right. Um, him running around in the attic in the upstairs rooms, blah, blah, blah. I guess that debunks it just being Gene then. It's like, yeah, oh, so basically right. they, not they started believing that it can't be Gene playing tricks because when Gene's not around, Robert's still acting, acting up yeah. and doing weird shit, you know? Like, you can't say kids will be kids. Like I said earlier, it's eventually... Holy shit, there's something wrong with this fucking doll. That's a problem. <laughs> so um, a side note I have is that in the one source, it states that the family reached out to their extended family for help. And one of Jean's great aunts came and tried to plead her case that the doll was cursed and there was a spirit attached to it. And um, basically they had to get rid of the doll and get the doll away from Jean to save him. Because they right. thought the doll was going to just take his soul, whatever. Because they were probably hella religious and were scared shitless, which is fine. They took the doll away from Gene and placed it in the attic. They actually, like, locked him up. Wow. Um, they hoped that the occurrences would stop, 
but unfortunately, the aunt died the following night. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. So she was an older woman, and the doctors just said that she had a stroke in her sleep and everything like that. But, but the Otto family believed that Robert was to blame. Yeah. Cause she, so this lady comes in and is like, hey, dogs, the doll's cursed. Get rid of it. And the doll's like, fuck you, lady. Yeah. I think not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's just one sort like I, I heard about it and I just wanted to add that in. Who knows? This was a long time ago. Yeah. Could be a bunch of bullshit, but just had to put it in there. I wonder if he like zapped her with his, his evil juju or if he like <laughs> did like the, the doll in uh, Poltergeist and like wrapped his noodly arms around. <laughs> I don't know why I have the Kermit Frog noodle arm thing. Yeah, you're really head, into the but... noodle arm thing right now. <laughs> Eventually, Gene grew up and traveled to learn more about art. I heard that he tried to study architecture as well mm-hmm. and later was married to a decently famous pianist named Anne Parker. Mm-hmm. I think her name was like Annette. Or Annette. I don't know, some long thing, but we're going to call her Anne. When his parents died, Gene and Anne moved back into the family home in Florida. Great. Robert was there waiting for him. Oh, shit. Needless to say, the marriage did not go so well. He insisted that the dolls still dine with them and sit in a chair beside their bed. Um, Robert accompanied the couple everywhere he went, including vacations. Yeah, that would definitely cause some turmoil in a relationship if your husband is like, hey, this doll's my best friend. It's going to do everything with us. I want Robert to watch. (laughs) (laughs) and hannah made it sexual dude (laughs) i mean to be sitting in a chair while they're yeah man i don't i have a feeling that mm. they didn't even do that because of robert (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i didn't even get there just kill the mood (laughs) yeah kill the mood for me personally gene decided that the doll needed a room of his own and placed him in the upstairs room that had a window overlooking the street and felt uneasy with robert in the house and um, she couldn't really figure out why she felt that way, especially because she swore it was just a doll. Um, she wanted Gene to lock the doll up in the attic where he could do no harm. So Robert's going back in the attic. Yep. Yes, he is. Unfortunately, it doesn't really go that well. Um, so Gene agreed, you know, gotta make your wife happy. Warning that it wouldn't be a good idea. And he was right because Robert the doll was not happy. Soon visitors would hear footsteps. So they would have like family dinners or yeah. like friends over for just like cocktail hour or whatever. And they would literally hear him running around upstairs. Wow. And like, you can't look at them. Oh, it's a, it's a dog. It's a cat. Right. No, it's a fucking crazy ass doll up there running around. And they didn't have any kids, did they? No. Oh, uh, yeah. They would also hear, um, visitors would hear devilish giggling. I hate that they keep saying that. Yeah, he's giggling a lot, which is just I fucking creepy. I don't want to ever hear that in a house alone because i will flip out i will be out i will sell my house i will live in a tent i will never go back in my house well, i hear giggling in my house Hannah, like when you that. were in the investigation with me at the perry mansion i was gonna say which you can watch the episode on youtube the perry mansion episode there was a room that everyone says is uh haunted by children and we were we got down to their level we're sitting on the floor we have the um Spirit orbs, the motion sensor balls out around the floor. The cat balls. Whatever you I want to call them. I love when people call them cat balls. <laughs> and uh, we we're trying to get them to interact with us and, and, and move the balls to like play. As soon as one of them lit up, like something touched it, there was like giggling EVPs, yeah. like laughter. Child's ha, laughter. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So it was, was pretty, pretty creepy. Cool. Yeah. Hell no. I'm not going <laughs> to no kid, ghost kid room. That's like my biggest fear right now. <laughs> 
Okay, while I was doing some research, I read that Anne was actually locked in a closet all night. Like after she locked, after they locked the doll away, right. that apparently like she was like going downstairs because she heard stuff, and that the basically she went to check if Robert because they because Robert could move, so yeah. naturally she's shit in her pants. She wants to make sure he's not in this closet, right. but she gets pushed in the closet and the door's locked uh, all night. Yeah, so he's she's like, stuck. He's like, you're gonna lock me up, bitch. I'm gonna I'm lock, lock you, you up. up right back. Yeah. Enough. Also, neighborhood children reported seeing Robert watching them from the window in the upstairs bedroom. And told accounts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. That's pretty funny. So again, like people are seeing Robert from the street, looking out the windows and shit like that, and yeah. moving around. Yeah, like Kermit arms. The, the Kermit arms again. <laughs> but apparently, Robert really enjoyed to look out the window up at like the because it's really cool. It's like this cool shape upstairs mm-hmm. room. It's almost like an octagon, like hexagon shape. Yeah. So like the windows are on each side of that yeah, shape. A... So it. Like, I would enjoy that because I would like to see out of every single angle. So, like, apparently he would just stand there. And it's, like, creepy to think that, like, at night, probably see his outline. Probably. Yeah, just staring. Yeah, my my mind goes there. (laughs) (laughs) This is so creepy. But when Gene heard this, he immediately went to investigate, knowing that they had locked Robert in the attic. And there was no way that he would be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom. But to his complete shock, when he opened the door of the bedroom, there was Robert... Sitting in the rocking chair right by the window. Yeah, not in the attic. Really not him. in the attic. <sighs> so Jean locked Robert back up in the attic several times, each time discovering him again sitting at his window in the same upstairs bedroom. Due to the odd behavior of always needing Robert around and the unexplained traumatic shit that happened with it, um, the marriage failed. Yeah. His wife that. ended up in an insane asylum where she died of pancreatic cancer. Oh my cancer. God, so she literally, like... Went crazy. Yeah, like some, of this doll. some sources say that she just died of cancer. Some sources say both. Some sources say that it was, you know, she went fucking nuts. So, regardless, she died of like the worst cancer as well. In the worst place as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. She just man. wanted to have a happy life playing her piano. Yeah, and uh, she left that lifestyle. Like, she gave up yeah. that lifestyle to go get married. To be with Gene and everything like that. And, and her life went to shit. Yeah. Because like Robert. when they moved to Florida, I should have added this apparently that like his art career flourished and you know, he wow. was able to help out with architect and like building building the museum that Robert is going to be put in. No so, way. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. And the museum actually had his artwork in there and then Robert Full circle. Became, yeah, a part of the museum. So yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's insane. Do they still have his artwork? Yeah. Jean Otto died in 1974 of Parkinson's disease. Um, so basically, he spent the last bit of his life, like, basically deteriorating yeah. alongside Ooh. Robert. And when a new owner moved into the house on Eaton Street, their 10-year-old daughter was delighted to find Robert the doll in the attic. Fuck that. <laughs> but her delight soon ended when she claimed that Robert was alive and that the doll wanted to hurt her. Oh. So we have two different kids. The kid does not know the story of this house. There's no way she probably could have known the story they didn't, of the house. They probably didn't say much about it because they no. didn't want to be And it's not loony, like not know? like this doll was on the news or anything like that back in the day mm-hmm. then. And so there's no way of her knowing this. And all of a sudden now, this little girl is terrified of this doll. Yeah, in the same way that it started with Jean. Yeah. She awoke often in the middle of the night screaming in fear and told her parents that Robert had moved around in her room. 
The parents said once they woke up to find Robert at the foot of their bed holding a butcher knife. (laughs) It was this act that was responsible for using Robert as the inspiration for Chucky, which you ironically brought up. The notorious killer doll, yeah. Yep. Oh my God. The serial killer doll in the horror movie Child's Play. Yep. So there's also a legend, um, since we don't know for sure, that the new owners... When they moved into the house, the father apparently locked away this doll because it tried to attack his daughter, and later he was found dead of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, man. Could this be an accident, or was it actually the but curse of Robert weird, the weird, because, like, if there is a gas leak, usually the whole family is going to be infect- affected. Well, apparently not- he was, like, not in the house. Apparently it was, like, right outside the house. Like, in open air or like in, in the garage apparently it was out like apparently he was out front because i don't think it has a garage and that like the way that they explain it in this documentary is that it kind of like reversed back in somehow into his car and the wife opened the door and found him dead the hell yeah reversed back yeah was like he somehow yeah or? he was in the okay. car by himself the so family like, wasn't there in. are ways there's People that commit suicide by connecting a hose to the exhaust and putting it in the freaking car. But if that's not there, then that's not how that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be honest, I don't know for sure. This is just a legend that they talk about. And I just wanted to add it in. Um, But they made it seem that it was a suicide. Like an accident. They didn't know how it happened. Or why Mm -hmm. he would have done it. So the family was immediately like, fucking Robert. This crazy-ass doll that's in the house that we just moved into. So the widow strangely keeps Robert the doll, Mm -hmm. even after moving out of the house. Because she had to sell the house because when her husband died, the house was just too much, too big, Mm -hmm. expensive for her to handle by herself. Um, So in 1994, she was attacked, apparently locked into, like, a room, just like how um, Anne was. Yeah. And that was basically the last straw for her, and she donated him to a museum where he can be found today. Weirdly, after she donated him to the museum, she died 101 days after that. Mm -hmm. Odd things happened when Robert was put in the museum. Like, pipes went bad, and there was weird electrical stuff. And a plumber apparently was, like, scared out of there. Like, he was working on the plumbing, and Robert, like, was right behind (laughs) him. Shit. Yeah. I would have burst the pipes all over again if I turned around and saw Robert. (laughs) Something I wanted to add was that Robert tried to get, I mean, um, someone tried to get Robert tattooed on them and apparently died. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God, like, why would you even attempt it? Like, after hearing it, like, you go visit him at the museum and then you're just like, yeah, I want to get a badass tattoo of Robert the doll. (laughs) And like, even though there's rules, okay, it's pretty fucking scary. I just wanted to add in some, um, not like background, but what people think and why he is the way he is or how right. he could have became that way. Many believe that um, his evil lies in the one that originally gave him to Jean, the servant, quote-unquote. I don't like to call them servants. Her name was actually Emmeline. Apparently she was, like, a medical, like, person that was, like, there to help with Jean if she needed, like, a nanny, but not exactly gotcha. a nanny. Yeah. Like an in-house kind of nurse. Yeah, kind of. Like, they... They had a weird word for her, but they basically said, like, if Jean needed something, like, she was always the one that was going to be there for said kid, you know? Yeah, I mean, back then you didn't really have, like, great hospitals and stuff. If you're that rich, you can have a house person. Yeah. And it was also, like, back in the day, it was common to have 
like staff. Yeah. Just hanging out yeah. in your house. Yeah. Apparently, they had a lot to, of like, staff too. Like yeah. they had a decent amount of. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were rich, so. Yeah. So this woman apparently was mistreated by them and punishing them. It's believed that she cursed the doll with like voodoo, black magic, whatever. Um, one source said that Thomas Otto had an affair with her and supposedly um, her daughter died while Robert was in the room. Like, and the daughter apparently is their kid. Oh, oh. shit. Because there's psychics and stuff that come in and say that they see like a light-skinned like African-American kid associated with Robert huh. and like stuff like that. So that's one of the rumors and one of the, the theories. Apparently, Emmeline liked to... Um, perform some sort of rituals with the kids like in the backyard and the mom found out about it Minnie found out about it was kind of like the hell are you doing get the hell out of my house and then Emmeline came back and tried to make it up to her and said I have a doll for your son oh who knows what and the hell she did to it she wanted her job back and Minnie was kind of like no you're not a good influence on my kid and that's how the curse started hmm. some mm-hmm. some people say that and like I said this is just a rumor so I'm saying that this is the reason. Yeah. Um, It is claimed that Robert is haunted by more than one entity and like many spirits. Um, Psychics, mediums, whatever, they refer to Robert the doll as a portal, saying that whenever, um, saying whatever spell or curse that was put on the doll causes the spirits to become attached to it. So not just one, it's multiple. Yeah. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. I, I was. I just wanted to add it because I, you don't really hear that often because with dolls, you hear of, like, the the one that gave its name. Like, Okiku was a part of the doll, yeah. became a part yeah. of the doll. Like, you think there's of more of, like, like, an emotional, like, a connection with one said person or one said malevolent entity. And this is more like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Robert the doll continues to taunt and scare those who come to view him, especially guests at the museum who attempt to take photos without asking. Mm. Many have reported their cameras becoming inoperable, like batteries dying, showing a blurry black image when they try to take a picture of him, only for it to begin working again when they left the museum. Right. There's a couple different, um, like in that Shock Doc documentary, mm-hmm. these people, they actually find the people that wrote letters, because I'm going to talk about it, but they... People go in there and act like assholes and idiots. And then, and then Robert doesn't like bad that. Bad things happen to them. And then they write letters into the museum for Robert saying, Dear Robert, I'm sorry that I did this and blah, 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 sorry, blah. I was an asshole. Yeah. Robert. yeah. And they have them at the museum. That's crazy. Along with his rules. There's some people that say that they went to Florida on a vacation, took pictures at the museum with Robert, and then they lost all of their memory cards and all their film and Damn. all their stuff like that so it was like wiped clean like he wow. didn't want anybody yeah. to have anything happy yeah and that's, so that's what happens if he doesn't grant his permission to be photographed yeah but also it can't get darker than that like i said like injuries death freaking um disease and like somebody was losing their animals like a bunch of their animals died extended family oh, died so like because they just saw Robert and all of this bad shit and misfortune happened Happens afterwards. Days later. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, okay, well, the only outlier here is that I, I was an asshole to Robert. And then they, they beg for him to forgive them later. Does he typically? Like, um, in the documentary I saw and some of the sources, they say that, you know, they asked for forgiveness and then it kind of like eased up. You know, it wasn't right. like right. the end of the world. Like uh-huh. it was 
like days before. So I'm assuming, yeah, he does forgive them. Look, man, if Robert the doll tried to ice my dog, like, I'd I be so upset. Dude, I would go down there and I would burn that museum to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, I would burn Robert the doll as revenge. <laughs> I w- would you... I be setting the spirits free? Would it be like burning a Ouija board, especially if he's some type of portal? Probably. Would I end up fucking myself? Probably. <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't, like, I don't know, maybe, like, put him in a case and just kick him over the side. And, <laughs> you know, let's, like, sink, like, maybe they were yeah, just I mean, too if, scared if, to if do if that. if you don't want to burn the conduit of I mean, Robert, I would never do that to you, Robert. Robert, if you could somehow <laughs> I would this. never I, do that Dude, I'm just you. out here being an asshole to Robert. <laughs> I don't want to have Robert. dreams about Robert. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> Robert the doll sits inside a glass case in the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Staff members and visitors have reported seeing Robert's facial expressions change, again with the demonic giggling, and handprints on the glass. From the inside. He has a glass around him, keeping him in, because apparently he would go missing in the museum and they would see footprints of him leaving his spot That's so in the creepy. Museum. I love it. Yeah. So like I said, throughout this whole long spiel of me talking about Robert the doll, he has rules next to his glass case. Rule number one, say hello and introduce yourself. Rule number two, always be polite. Rule number three, when you leave, you have to say goodbye. And rule number four, ask permission to take his picture. People forget one of these rules and it bites them in the ass yeah. later. Rule number five, don't get Robert tattooed upon your person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People have learned to regret this, like I said, not following the rules since they write letters of forgiveness to Robert, and apparently the museum staff take that really seriously. They read the letters to Robert. Wow. They make sure Robert knows that people are asking for forgiveness, which is awesome because some people would probably be like, these people are fucking nuts. Right, no. Absolutely, these all go right into the shredder. And by the bad things that happen to them, I'm talking, we're talking about fires, floods, Misfortune, like I said, car accidents. That's a big uh, one that I missed. Wow. Like people would leave after being a dick and get in a car accident in Florida uh, on damn. vacation. Yeah. That's Financial sucks. issues. Some people lost their businesses. Some people's boats sank. Jeez. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, illnesses, deaths of pets, like I said, and family members have been reported. And like I said, Shock Doc, The Curse of Robert the Doll, tells those personal stories. Like these people have come to talk. And warn people like, don't be an idiot like me. Don't, don't do, don't yeah. do stupid shit. Right. What and about what about podcasters who are assholes to Robert the Doll? I hope I have not heard anything. I have, I have no idea. Here He's not like, here. Hopefully, as hopefully long we're as safe. as long as shit. somehow this podcast does not get played near Robert, I think we're okay. Robert's yeah. like these fucking dicks. I'm going after I'm all them. of them. Fucking. <laughs> but yeah, if anybody wants to know all of the resources, because I used a f- quite fuck ton to be honest yeah i use podcasts internet whatever if anybody wants to know any of that shit because you're super interested in robert the doll send me an email i'll tell you all about yeah or message us on social we'll tell you where we go yeah robert if you're listening jordan's a fan we love you we love you so much we're telling your story to be polite (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was a really long one no i mean (laughs) no that was good it's such an iconic haunted doll to talk about so i was really excited and you did a fantastic job presenting all the research and doing the whole story how am i going to mesh all of this into three pages for me to (laughs) use to read and talk about because there's just so much there is he's so popular he's very popular very iconic scary as shit so when are we going to florida 
Never. <laughs> I, dude, <laughs> never going to Key West. Sorry. I'm gonna have to be muzzled. Because it's just gonna yeah. be. Like, it's. My knee jerk reaction is to just be an asshole. And I, I didn't think I was gonna be that bitch, but I'm that bitch. <laughs> well, we're doomed. If we go there, just. Shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> I'm not going and standing with you. I don't need Robert to come after me because Robert, you're being a we dick. don't know her. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't even go here. She is not one of my friends She's right now. With us. She's my friend outside on the street, She's not, not with in us. this museum. She needs to be like her wearing matching Ghost Encounter shirts. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> yes. about? I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Robert's pretty intelligent. Def knows. Yeah. Def would know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, on that note, uh, let's take a little break. And when we get back, we have some more Haunted Dolls. Let's get it. This episode is brought to you by The Colony Meadery. If you haven't tried meat yet, it's alcohol made for money. It's all natural, totally gluten-free, and delicious. Colony Meadery is one of the best meaderies in the world, and it's located in Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley. Stop in and try a flight of meads, grab some bottles or cans to go, and experience some of the best booze in the world. They have flavors ranging from tart and quaffable lemon laws and Wu-Tang Crayon, to sweet cinnamon and vanilla series of tubes, and even sweet heat with their mango habanero. Learn more at ColonyMeadery.com. Speaking of mead, Ghost Encounters and Colony Meadery did a collab, and we came out with a caramel apple mead called Spooky to the Core. It's scary how delicious this meat is. Grab some today and haunt your taste buds. Ghost Encounters is sponsored by Phoenix Fire Media. Elevate your business with their digital marketing strategies, including their multi-award winning social media marketing, photography, and video production. Phoenix Fire Media, igniting success through creative excellence. Visit phoenixfiremedia.com. If you're enjoying the Ghost Encounters podcast, hit subscribe and give us five stars. To watch full episodes of the Ghost Encounters show, visit ghost-encounters.com. And don't forget, when you're on our website, click on The Spooky Shop for all your Ghost Encounters spooky swag. To stay up to date with Ghost Encounters, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Ghost Encounters PA. To send spooky fan stories, email ghostencounterstories at gmail.com or message us on social. Do you want ad-free episodes of Ghost Encounters Podcast, plus bonus episodes, extra content, and much more? Then you should head to Patreon and be a spooky VIP. Go to patreon.com forward slash Ghost Encounters Podcast and be haunted from all the benefits with the spooky VIP membership. And we are back with more haunted dolls and it's just going to get creepier and creepier because the one i'm going to talk about is the shadow doll listeners prepare yourselves for a journey into the chilling depths of the supernatural as we delve into the spine tingling story of the shadow doll unlike other dolls with their innocent and beautiful visages this cursed creation has a sinister and malevolent appearance for it was born for a dark and diabolical purpose she really is ugly. This doll is horrifying. <laughs> Look up pictures, but don't stare at the pictures too long, and I'll explain why. Uh, Just glance at them and look away. It's one of these. It's. It looks like the doll was made for something dark, and it's made... I'll get into it, but it's made of awful things. The mouth is even open with this weird expression on it. Its <laughs> eyes are literally, like, black as black could be. 
It's horrible. But seriously, don't set the pictures for too long. I'll explain why. The tale begins with a ritual steeped in malevolence, where this ghastly figure was brought to life using the most sinister of means. Crafted from human bones and adorned with teeth and nails of animals, the shadow doll exudes an aura of pure evil, a manifestation of dark forces that should never see the light of day. But what sets this abomination apart is its unique method of spreading terror. This doll was not intended as a gift, nor to bring joy to any recipient or child. No, it was designed for something far more sinister. The creators, shrouded in evil, aim to send photographs of the shadow doll to those they wish to harm. And that's why you can't look at... That's why you can't look at... Yes, and here lies... The dread-filled twist, anyone who gazed upon the image of the Shadow Doll would find themselves cursed, condemned to endure a nightmarish fate. I showed my friends at work this picture. Lauren, <laughs> I'm sorry! I didn't know! You're not supposed to send pictures of the Shadow Doll to anyone. Lauren, I'm so sorry! She's gonna hate me forever! I was an asshole to Robert the Doll, and now I've looked at the photos of the shadow I doll. Have... So I feel like whatever we do, this episode is cursed. Oh no, I literally have Anna, the pictures up. I hope you're alive for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, shit. I had the picture up on my phone because I knew we were gonna do a haunted doll. And here you are setting the photo of the shadow doll around. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm so traumatized right now. You had oh. to Google it. You must have seen so many pictures. I looked... I looked at it briefly, <laughs> and and then I looked at the story. I'm like, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> well, I looked at it briefly, and I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing. And then I looked at it some more and more and more, and I was really looking at this fucking thing. And then I did the research. I'm like, shit. Well, I'll explain what happened to me after looking oh at the shadow god. doll. Oh, my god. Yes. I'm going to get to that. Justin has fucked us all, you guys. <laughs> You know what? Jordan was the one who put this one on the list, so she Oh my god, off. I feel so bad right now. And she's sharing around the picture. Uh, anyway. I'm so sorry. Lauren warning. better come in and, and just be like, Lauren. I slept like a baby last night. You were about Nothing to happened. ice my only fan. <laughs> I'm so sorry, and I hope your fans survive. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but sorry. seriously... If you're gonna look up pictures of the shadow doll, like do it because it's really creepy and cool to look at, but just glance at it, put it away, don't save it in tab, close it out. Initially, those who received these haunting images usually like laughed them off as jokes, dismissing it, you know. But as night descended, their laughter gave way to horror. For the shadow doll, this evil specter would infiltrate their dreams. And what unfolded in those dreams was torment so profound that it often came to literally heart-stopping terror. Oh People God. have died in their sleep from this doll. I they had nightmares scared. so bad that people have died. But I'm I'm a good dreamer. <laughs> Don't stare at it too long. I'm gonna be I'm gonna wake up every half hour tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself wake up. I can do that. So you had like good origins of Robert the Doll. You had even like rumors of how it got cursed. So there's no real origins around this doll. It's literally shrouded in mystery. Basically, 
no one knows literally who created it, but they know it was created for sinister purposes. Hence why okay. it's made of human bone, animal bone, and it looks terrifying. So basically, as far back as we know, there was a seller who sold, like, ancient oddities, that kind of stuff. And, well, people sometimes collect the stuff. So it was passed from collector to collector, and people have literally died along the way. Then a couple saw this in a shop, and they bought it and brought the shadow doll into their home. Then a sinister cloud literally descended upon them. Their first night with this cursed doll was marked by a series of nightmarish visions. The doll emerged in their dreams. It was literally a harbinger of dread. And when they awoke, they found their bodies uh, with like weird scratches and things on them. The second night uh, brought a more sinister revelation for it was not just scratches that adorned them. It was as if like claw marks of something really evil and demonic had literally scratched across their flesh. And they were literally faced with this uh, terror and they knew they had to seek help. And this couple was even like, at first, like when they were having these dreams, it took a little bit for them to realize that they were having like the same dream. They were both dreaming about this oh, doll. That's creepy. Like yeah. very And they're waking up with these scratches and these deep claw marks. And just, it, it got so bad. Um, now we enter Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, um, here we go. Yep. Of course, Ed and Lorraine Warren. So they were the ones known. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Look, man. Of course, Ed and Lorraine Warren. <laughs> Look, man, I got, I got a, a, a bone to pick with Ed and Lorraine Warren, but I think they're both dead now, so that's not going to happen. They they both have passed. I like them. Uh, I know Jordan has something. Two but look. Oh my god. They, oh my god. We both hate Ed and Lorraine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You want to know why I hate Ed and Lorraine Warren? Why? Okay. Because I I cannot find this anywhere anymore, but there was an episode of, it, it might have been a haunting. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I used to watch that when I got home from school. And I remember it was either that or a documentary on like Ed and Lorraine Warren. And I, there was a bit in it where it's, she was taught she was being Lorraine Warren is being interviewed about something and like completely unrelated she starts going off like I have a fragment of the true cross and no one can see it because you're not believers in the Lord and she just like went very scary Bilbo about it you know like very, very it was very like my precious yeah. Yeah. And, and I just thought it was gross and I thought it was creepy and I just thought it was like the, the the gross, creepy way that I I knew a lot of people being growing up Catholic and just being gross about it. Yeah, I just gotcha. in my personal opinion, like I've said on the podcast before, I just think that they like everything that they did. I feel like it turned into something famous, and I'm like, okay, you guys don't want any clout, but you guys got clout. For doing your your stuff, well, you know what I mean. If like, you're the first ones kind of doing this, and you're the most known for it, I mean, what's going to happen? You know. Yeah, I know. It's just like, and he's a demonologist, but he's not like recognized by the church as being a demonologist. I don't like when people call themselves demonologists and they're not like certified. from the church. Like, I, ju- I just think that that's weird. I don't know. There's just something about them. I don't hate them. Great, kudos to you <laughs> for helping people out. It's just, I just think that they're just weird. 
I don't know. That's fine. Everyone can have their own opinion about them. Whatever. Just like if Ed um, and Lorraine Warren showed up at my house, it'd be like, you could get stepping back to where you came from. I can do this by myself <laughs> Please. at this point. You know, it's just like I would, if I wanted a demonologist, I'm calling the damn church. If I wanted a psychic medium, I'm going to call somebody else. Yeah, that's just that's, my opinion. That's fine. They're that's not fine. just but, ghost hunters. They're Catholic ghost hunters. Because then what? They're going to come and help me and then like what? I'll be the next fucking Amityville horror and whatever movie. And I don't know. They'll tell me to go to church and I'll be mad about it like I'm mad at my mom. My <laughs> <laughs> goodness. Uh, but may they rest in peace. They did amazing. Like their stuff, the, the things that they brought to light and have stories about is crazy and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, we know a lot about yeah. a lot of places them, and things you know, because of them. And, yeah. But they were literally the only ones at the time that anyone could rely on yeah. when there was bad paranormal things happen. So they were the ones to go to for this doll. These people are like, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they told them what happened. They're like, you gotta take this fucking doll from us. It's We can't have it. Um, the Shadow Doll, even though it's less renowned than Annabelle, was equally, if not more, terrifying. Um, even the presence of it. And they have other demonic and haunted dolls and things like that but this one yeah. looks definitely the most sinister the most terrifying the amongst anything oh, in their collection the so they have it at the museum yes uh it's still there yes Ooh. um it's rumored that merely capturing an image of the doll could bring unspeakable torment to those who dared look into its soulless eyes <laughs> the dream it projected was a descent into an abyss of terror so terrifying that victims either suffered fatal heart attacks or were forever traumatized, left frightened of sleep itself due to the haunted, due to the haunting visage of the shadow doll. Like there are people who were afraid to sleep after the nightmares that this thing has brought on to them. I believe it. I mean, good. I'm happy that it's in the fucking museum. Kudos to you, Ed and Lorraine, for taking the motherfucker away yeah. from these people. If you go to their occult museum, forewarned, don't stare at it too long. If you try to take a picture of it, that's on you. I warned you. Yeah, yeah. don't do um, it. You're going to be cursing us all like the ring. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> podcasters are going to look up images of uh, Of course. <laughs> yeah. Freaking do at your own risk. Um, whispers have circulated that the Shadow Doll is responsible for a series of inexplicable deaths. Um, the Warren's files, uh, meticulous and chilling, do not offer an explanation for the doll's creation. No one knows who created this doll where it came from, it just found its way into someone's oddities, antique shops throughout the years, and people have collected it. I don't, I don't think we um, need to know where it came from. Yeah, but know. they do know that it was used for satanic rituals and a vessel for black magic. Oh, great. Hence why, if you take a picture of this thing and send it to people, they're probably going to have nightmares. If you look in its eyes too long, you're going to have nightmares. I'm going to have fucking um, nightmares now. Yeah. Just so... from this talk. Just from hearing about it. You know, As, it... My sleep paralysis team better not fuck with me tonight. That's oh. all I know. Because usually when we, we we talk about like things that like really ick me and creep me out, like my sleep paralysis demon is like, I'm taking advantage. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. So fuck that guy. So as you enter the Warren's Occult Museum, your gaze may fall upon the shadow doll. An inanimate sentinel with a gaping mouth seemingly poised to consume your very soul. It's Malevolence forever bound to its lifeless form serves as a stark reminder of the unfathomable darkness that lingers in the fringes of our world. You always take it a step too far with your words. <laughs> like, yeah, it's always like, a word yeah, it's mm -hmm. like, it literally gives me the goosebumps. <laughs> the Shadow Doll is a testament to the enduring power of the macabre and the dark occult. Beware, for even in the silence of night, 
the shadow doll may come for you, and its nightmares may be the last thing you ever experience. Well, if it is, I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did our best. So I was talking about this. So after, literally the night after, not the night of, the night after I was doing my research on the shadow doll, um, I had a very vivid, I'll call it a nightmare. I don't get scared of things really easily. Like yeah. I, whatever. I, I'll go into the, uh, I'll go into the Warren's Museum. I'll look at this thing right in the eyes. I, I don't get scared. I'm not. Uh, but what happened was, I was having a very vivid nightmare, and it was a post-apocalyptic uh, zombie Ooh. dream. Okay, and things took a bad turn. Uh, oh I'll explain God. the dream as best I can, as fast as I can. But basically, I was with, uh, a f- I was walking with a female. I don't know who she was. Never seen her before in my life. And we got uh, approved to go to this uh, like safety camp. And we had to walk through like a series of those big like uh, metal storage containers, okay. shipping containers. Yeah. And. We were walking with our flashlights, and I guess there were patrol people, and they shot the person I was with. Oh, no. Because I guess they didn't get the message that we were coming, and I was all pissed. I tried to attack them. Since I did that, I was in a, I couldn't go into the camp, and so I left on my own. And then it, like, flashed to me trying to survive on my own, and I was, like, trying to search for food and trying to, like, stay away from zombies and, like, going into, like someone's home and they lived there and I had to like stay away from them and they were sick and they were about to be- uh, become a zombie but all the zombies had the same kind of face and facial expression as the doll. Uh, that is what happened. So I literally saw this doll's face on these zombies. Yeah, because she has like colors on her face too. And it's, it's just sheet. her facial expression is very memorable. Yeah. You know, and that's, it was the same face on all of these zombies that I encountered. So it was a very weird nightmare to have involving this doll. So forewarned, don't stare at any pictures of her for too long. I'm fucked. Like, I'm royally fucked. I hope Lauren's okay. Lauren, I'm so sad. I even showed my really good friend, Michelle. And she's such a sweet lady. If something happens to Michelle, I will literally never forget myself. She's like, let us know how the, the next podcast episode. You need to give us an update on yeah. if they're okay. Yeah. I will let you know. Yeah. I'm not saying and... shit to them. I'm gonna <laughs> let them tell me if something happened because I want to know. I, like, God forbid, I say like, oh my God, sorry, I just showed you the picture. You're just gonna be haunted by this fucking dream. doll. And then they're then they have a dream after. I want to see if anything happens to them before yeah. they know. Like, because there was a point in time where people would take pictures of this doll and send it to people they didn't like, oh my just God. to give them nightmares, oh just God. to harm them. Well, yeah. I like my friends. I didn't I do know. it. I didn't, <laughs> you didn't do it maliciously. <laughs> no. I left it up in my tabs for months. Oh, because I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to do a haunted dolls part two. I got to make sure I get all my dolls. And that was the doll I was going to do. And he passed her on to me. Sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know the full details of all of this shit. Anyway, forewarned. If you look up pictures of her, just don't stare at them too long. Don't gaze into her black eyes. Just look at it. Close it out. Yeah. But let's move on to... Our next haunted doll, Hannah. Okay, take it away. All right. I feel like so I did Lily the doll, um, and I feel like this is by far the least sinister okay. of all of the haunted dolls that we've talked about well, today. Thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm about had it. Yeah, like you guys, you guys both picked some really like serious dark ones with some like real bad vibes, but mine is just kind of like 
I picked the lackluster one and I was funny about it because I think that haunted dolls are bullshit. <laughs> like in general, I've never been like a Chucky person and I've never been like an Annabelle person. And that shit just does not scare me because I'm like, look, if a haunted doll is coming at me, I don't care if it's got a butcher knife or not. It's like four feet tall and I am going to punt that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or if you moved into a house and found this creepy doll, you'd get rid of the freaking creepy oh, doll. Oh yeah, I'd just be like, ew, this is going into the dumpster. <laughs> like, my thing is, is if I found it, I would leave it there. I wouldn't even like bring it into my like life. Like if I would have found Robert's doll locked up in the attic, he's going uh... back, locked up. <laughs> and you know, I'm not even going to like do anything about it then if Robert comes yeah. after me I'm fucking dipping or do what the guy did with the Elsa doll and chain that bitch up oh yeah <laughs> I forgot <laughs> oh about my the god. Elsa doll. <laughs> it just yeah man that thing it would be going right into a dumpster I wouldn't even think about it yeah I'm just like I'm not scared of dolls I have a friend who is very scared of dolls they're creepy I I know? just but... I don't think so I do not think so I have never been afraid of dolls Lucky I used you. to dude, <laughs> I used to go to like flea markets as a kid and like pick up the most like destroyed, nasty, sitting at the bottom of the toilet oh looking at this doll that they had there. And I'm like, I have to bring it home because no one else will love it, you know? <laughs> like, I've just never been afraid of dolls. Because yeah. I was of the, the like, the Toy Story kind of state of mind. Yeah. Where, like, if nobody loves it, it would be lonely. So maybe that means the doll would get me. Maybe that would be how I got got. By maybe. Yeah. <laughs> how I got got. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I, guess, I guess with a haunted doll, to be... Like, to be fair to other people who are scared of dolls, like, the scary thing isn't the doll itself. It's the ghost, demon, portal, whatever you got living inside its little cloth body. Yeah. Um, so, I looked up Lily. I picked her off the list at random because mm -hmm. we have a list of, of haunted dolls. Now you know this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of them. <laughs> but I, I, so I picked Lily and I was like, oh, that's a cute little name. We'll see this. And I, like, I Googled it straight off. And the first result that came up was Zach Baggins' Facebook page. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, oh, Zach Baggins is involved. So this shit is about to get wild. Um, so I, Doing my research, basically, like, two paragraphs on this doll exist, and both of those paragraphs are on Zach Baggins' Facebook page. Does he have the doll in his museum? Yeah, he owns okay. it. Um, he bought the doll a couple of years ago for his paranormal museum in Las Vegas. Yeah. So she's um, she's now an exhibit. She's Zach Baggins' very own pet haunted doll. Um, it kind of seems like after reading the comments on his Facebook post that Lily was like a local thing, like a kind of a local folklore thing oh, okay. or like a local story people knew about, yeah. um, which is kind of cool and charming. And it like makes me feel a little bit better about like having done my research on <laughs> Facebook. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to describe Lily to you because she's like, I think it's kind of... She's not going to curse you if you look up her picture. Right. So you can, like, it's you can Google Lily. All, but, yeah. You're safe. Um, I looked up Lily, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she um, she's housed in this glass cabinet, which is uh, kind of framed in this very drippy, whitewashed wood. Um, she's a baby doll. She's made of porcelain with probably a soft cloth body under a pale pink and white striped dress that goes all the way down to her toes. Um, she has kind of the typical baby doll face 
with the chubby cheeks and the little little upturned adorable button yeah, nose. Yeah, she does have a very cute face. Hmm. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Um, and she is she's very very pale white, and the paint or enamel of her skin is like distressed. It's cracked and chipped, and mm-hmm. underneath you can see that she's got like a dark base coat under there. Um, also, she has no eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that helps bring the creepiness. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, when you get closer, she gets creeper. As you, like, at first, you're just like, oh, you know, long black hair, so cute little nose. Like, there's just, like, there's yeah. empty sockets. And then as soon as you go of, closer, yeah. you're scared shitless because there's cracks and no eyes. And you're just like, what the mm, fuck? But yeah, she's, uh, it looks like she at one point had some eyeballs yep. in there, like the little glass doll's eyes, but they popped out and now she is uh, eyeless. Um... And the most noticeable thing about Lily, other than the eyeballs uh, or lack thereof, is this listless hank of long brown hair glued to her head. And like for a baby, that's a lot of hair. Um, But it's still it's still in these two little little curly pigtails Mm. that are holding in her dusty glass case. (laughs) Um, Attached is a sticker that reads haunted composite doll for your own safety. Do not touch. And underneath that, in quotes, it says Lily, which is mm. her name. Uh, it looks like the shop had priced her for a little bit under $600, which is, like, honestly, not that bad. For, you like, know? a famous doll? Yeah, no. like, People if, are out there buying fucking haunted dolls on Etsy. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, I couldn't afford it, but, like, yeah. somebody people, somebody who's into that shit can feasibly just, like, go out. Some people are very, oh, yeah. very bizarre. Very bizarre mm-hmm. people in this world. <laughs> yeah, in this world. Uh, and the person who did purchase uh, Lily was Zach Baggins. Uh, she is currently on display in his Las Vegas museum. And uh, the story goes behind... Uh, I keep wanting to call her Holly, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> um, the story behind <laughs> Lily is that she was discovered by the owner of Engelberg Antiques of downtown Salem, Oregon, in an old chest that he had presumably bought to sell at his shop. Hmm. Um, As an antiques dealer, he was able to discern that Lily is a doll made in Germany in the 1800s. Germany gave us a doll, damn. Yeah, they did. Manufacturing, I suppose a lot of of toys were made in Germany. Um, And another thing about Lily is that she has real human hair. Oh, come on. There it That's is. That's how this shit happens. Well, there, there you go. Stop putting body parts on freaking dolls. Oh, yeah. That is like a, a body part thing. I don't really think of hair as a body part. But like, no, but I mean, it's part of someone's body at some yeah, point. Yeah, it, it grew just... out of a person. It was made by a person's body. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> That's gross. Now I, now well, I gave myself the we talked it. about, I forget which episode it was. Um, we talked about the Victorian era a lot. And they used to make like necklaces the, and braids out of like the Victorian uh, hair work stuff. Yeah, about uh, from a dead one's mm-hmm. body, and they mm-hmm. used to use the hair to make braided like necklaces and things like that, right? Jewelry. Yeah, that's true. I, I fucking I brought that up too. Yeah, I'm thinking about hair work. So I guess in my brain, it's like not weird, even though it's weird yeah. it's weird i know I mean, it's weird today like we still donate our hair to people that yeah can't but that's, grow that's hair. for mm-hmm. a nice purpose yeah but like it's not often so, like, dead person's like, body and you're making know, like, jewelry people... out of it putting on a fucking doll <laughs> i know but some people don't think of that as being weird giving your hair you know to a doll or using it but like i mean if you found like a dead person on the street you cut off their hair and you put it on a doll no shit it's <laughs> even more scary that is weird and unacceptable you know? yeah, like, yeah. Don't do that so shit. who knows whose hair is on yeah. there it could have been an evil weird person or something yeah you don't know uh okay so yeah she has the real hair um 
And this man who owned the store, he knew this, I guess, after, you know, discovering her. And he still takes this doll home and, like, puts it in his house. Oh, God. Why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Because I'd just kind of be like, mm, this doll is patently creepy. I'm not going to bring it in front of, like, you know, my dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, once this man brought Lily into his home, uh, he immediately started having nightmares about a little girl who had been in a very bad accident. Hmm. So there we go. We're kind of getting into the... Yeah, now the doll's bringing nightmares onto yeah. a person. We've got nightmares, like the doll of the shadows. We've got, like... Uh, being imbued with personhood by the spirit of a child, yeah. like we got Robert the doll. So we got your, it's your quintessential uh, haunted doll yeah. kind of story. Um, although the thing that kind of ticks me off further about this guy is that he's like, oh, I can't tell you the details of the dream. They're too disturbing to tell. I hate that because it's like, if you're going to experience something like this and you want to tell people about it, give it to us. Yeah, Don't hold man. back. Like, you have that just no makes idea. you look sketch. You have yeah. no idea what I find disturbing. I probably won't find the story disturbing. I've seen my fair share of shit. We are here to know. It. Yeah. We are here to know the Why disturbing. Why even bring it up if you're not going to tell? Yeah. yeah, man. Such a tease. Just tell me the disturbing things. Uh, after he had had enough of those disturbing dreams, he put the doll for sale mm -hmm. in, his, uh, in his shop with disclaimer. Um... Employees and patrons alike have reported electrical anomalies at the store since Lily's arrival. The comments on Zach Baggins' Facebook post have also alleged that floating around somewhere, there's a video of a crucifix that was placed on top of Lily's cabinet being flung across the room. Oh, shit. Um, and I did look for that, but I couldn't find it, so that you know may yeah. not be a thing. Another story goes that there was a little girl visiting the antique shop uh, with her parents and this little girl notices Lily sitting in her cabinet and starts to have a conversation with her mm. like she would a fellow child and she ends up speaking to the doll for three hours. Who Jesus. leaves our kids standing there three talking hours. to the doll yeah. for three hours? I'd, I'd be, be like, like, kid, get the hell out. We gotta man, go. Yeah, yeah, I got stuff to do. <laughs> um, but after this ended, um, she informed the staff that Lily is inhabited by the spirit of a girl who died by extreme violence, uh, which checks with the, which checks uh, with the with that guy's uh, dream. Dream, thing, yeah. yeah. He, you know, I guess violence doesn't have to be inflicted by another person. It could be, you know, just a violent death in general. But that's really those are really the only stories uh, going on at the antique store because I guess he didn't have her that long mm -hmm. before Zach snapped her up. Uh, but after Zach acquired her, usually, I mean, I'm sure she's she's still behind glass in the yeah. museum. I'm sure you can't, like, go up and, you know, grab her. Grab her, and, her yeah. you know. Uh, I'm sure she's delicate, too. Yeah, like, from 1800s, yeah. you don't, human hair is going to crack off. It's yeah. going to be bad. You're going to break the doll. But um, an older woman had to physically touch Lily to remove her from her case. Um, it was supervised. She was allowed to be doing this. Uh, but it's reported that she became very flushed and panicked, repeating, I must wash my hands, I must wash my hands over and over. Uh, and then she was struck with horrible pain in her stomach. Yeah. Uh, so don't touch Lily. <laughs> um, don't be rude to Robert. Don't look at or take pictures of the shadow doll. And don't touch Lily. Yep, there you go. All the dolls have their little sets yeah. of rules. And uh, do not transgress. Um, 
Zach Baggins claims to feel immense energy emanating from Lily. Um, Zach Baggins feels all types of energy. He's, he's very dramatic. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. Zach, if you ever hear this, um, I mean, the first season of Ghost Adventures is partly why I was so interested in doing what I do now, but um, you've gotten a little dramatic throughout the years. <laughs> their, their episodes were so good, and then now, oh. like, they're, I just watched their, because I the, still watch. The first five seasons. Their new, Amazing. their newest episode, it's just like, they walk into a place and they're like, oh, you feel that, you feel that, okay, well, where's your, where's your EVPs that we wanted and we got before? Where's, where's all, like, the cool stuff that yeah. you guys used to do? Now yeah. it's just, like, this cold spot, this energy, this, 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 that. Yeah, like, you well, feel, you feel an that. energy. Like, what yeah. does that mean? It, it does nothing for the viewers. So <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, we dude. don't, we don't feel that. We want to hear and see other things. Yeah. Scare me. But that's Lily the doll, owned by Zach Baggins, found in a chest. Um, don't touch her. Interesting. I don't know. These, yeah. like, haunted, like, museums, like the occult museum, museum that has, like, Zach Baggins shits all the scary stuff. Like, I don't know. You're just begging for people. <laughs> yeah, you gotta sign waivers get, to go to these uh, places. Haunted, that's like, scary oh, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because people at Zach, people at Zach Baggins' freaking museum sign waivers because people have literally yeah. fainted and had, like, crazy ass things happen to them and oh, they're yeah. like, I'll pass. You know, <laughs> it's like um, Post Malone sat in the ghost chair yeah. at the Zach Baggins Museum, Ugh. and then he got in a plane crash and his house was broken into. Yep. So, yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to. I don't. I'm good. Yeah. I got enough problems. I don't need yeah. more. I know. I don't, I, I don't need a fucking ghost. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> that's, I that's, that's the rule. <laughs> that's it. And I'm good at not fucking around and finding yeah. out. I'm good. Yeah. I prefer to not. My space have and my, my peace. Life ruined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's another cool haunted doll, and these stories have been. So cool and yeah. like traumatic for some, yeah. obviously, but the amount of terror that revolves around all these dolls is just absolutely insane. And like I said, we still have a list of more haunted dolls, so more are definitely yet to come. It's coming. Who knows how many haunted dolls episodes we're going to have on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. And if anybody wants one specifically, yeah. let us know. Yeah, let write us, us in. If you know of others, just let us know if there's ones that you didn't hear yet and you want us want it on our list. It might already be on our list, but just let us know. I want or to take our fans. If you listen to this episode and you have anything weird happen to you, write in a fan story. Ooh, that yeah. too. That too. But yeah, I want to take our fans' stories and uh, requests very seriously. Um, speaking of, it is time for the spooky uh, fan story part of the podcast. It is. Uh, this is one I can't wait to share with everyone. Ghost Encounters got tagged on Instagram a while ago on a video that someone made and posted on their Instagram. And I looked at it and it was very cool. It was a very cool short video, very well done. And, you know, I commented on it. I, I said, thanks, really cool. thanks, for oh, the, yeah. thanks for the video. She literally made the video because she listened to the episode of our podcast where we talked about um, the Crown of the Catskills. That, happened. Uh, that was your story. That was. And she made this little short and it was awesome. So Cass, uh, this is a shout out to you. Thank you so much for making that video. It's so cool. Um, maybe I'll share it on our stories a couple times. And so people, when people listen to podcasts, they go, go onto our story and uh, watch it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's really cute that she was like, my favorite episodes are this and that. And I made a spooky short film. Of yeah, she Catskills. was a pleasure like, was to so uh, talk to on Truly. Instagram. Uh, so shout out to Cass. Thanks for sending in the spooky fan story. It's yeah. cool. Thanks for making that short video. It's really cool. I know Hannah's happy because it's about the, the cat skills. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, yeah. great. It's an honor to inspire. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, nice work. And Jordan, uh, take it away with... Uh... Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention that her favorite episodes were uh, Haunted Dolls, 
and particularly haunted uh, uh, islands. Uh, she mm, loved the island um, of the dolls. The island of the dolls in Mexico because she's from Mexico, and uh, cool place close to home that we talked about and very creepy. So I think it's badass that we have like somebody from Mexico that listens. Yeah, to us. yeah. yeah that's awesome. All so, right, ready for me to take over? Jordan, take it away. All right. Hello, guys. This is my spooky fan story. It's kind of long, but I promise it's worth it. I'm from Mexico and I live here, but in 1978, way before I existed, my mom was living with her brother, my uncle, in Lake Braddock, Virginia. My aunt and uncle had just had their first child and had decorated the room for him, but when he was born and they brought him home, he would cry upon entering the room nonstop. So they gave him my mom's room and she slept in the baby's room. The first encounter she had, she said she felt like somebody sat on the border of her bed. She felt it, but never saw it. Then a few days later, she felt someone lay down, in all capitals, next to her again. She didn't turn, but she felt it. Ooh. Then a few days later, she feels something on top of her and choking her. Oh, oh shit. Nope. Also so in this all is capitals. like, <laughs> nope. remember we talked about something similar to this in the uh, dreams episode. We're talking about like sleep paralysis yeah. and stuff, but usually that's like old hag. Like yeah. you'll see someone at the foot of your bed or you're automatically feels like someone's on your chest so this it's weird like this entity Seems haunting like this place it was like Once to further away then it got closer and closer to the point where it's literally on top of her yeah. choking her that's crazy Ooh. maybe it's like pissed that like you weren't paying attention like this was yeah. doing stuff to like kind of antagonize and then yeah. you were just ignoring it and then boom now you're getting choked escalation in Mexico, we call it, she has um, Spanish in quotes, but I'm not really that good at speaking it. So, Hannah? Looks, it looks like, se te sube el muerto. Oh, good job. Okay. Good. It would be translated to something like, the dead rises on you. Like, they lay on top of you and you can't breathe. It's Ooh. a form of sleep paralysis, which is funny because you just said right. that. But she never had the usual visions that are reported around the world. Like she's not seeing anything, and she probably never had sleep paralysis before this. Otherwise, she would have known what the hell yeah, this was. Yeah, you know? exactly. A few days later, she found out my grandma was having serious financial problems, so she sent her the money that she needed. The encounter stopped after that. Until my uncle and aunt's second baby was born, my mom was back in Mexico by then, but my cousin says she woke up one night thirsty and called for my aunt to bring her some water when she saw the corner of her bed sink down, like someone was sitting there, exactly like my mom felt years before. Shit. To be honest, I'm not sure if she had any more encounters after that, and they later moved out of there, and there were no more encounters like that one. But what I find weird is that this entity stopped bothering my mom after she found out about my grandma. She has a theory that maybe the entity wanted to warn her. But then why would it present itself again with my cousin? Would love your intake on the subject. What do you think, Justin? Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, it sounds malevolent if it's going to be hurting, choking you. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know why it would stop after you help your grandmother out with financial stuff. Um, is your grandma performing some kind of dark magic or something? And it's like... Yeah, like how else would... I, I have no idea. I've never heard of anything like this. Usually um, these things are going to be there. Do you think that maybe they got, like with... I said, maybe got pissed because they weren't like acknowledging them. And then they were like, I'm trying to fucking tell Possibly. you something, bitch. Like, listen to me, you know? Like, yeah, Just felt like it had to do the choking thing. Like, listen to me. You know, like mm. what I want to do to people on the regular yeah. basis. I would like to know if like... 
Because it seems like there weren't many encounters like this. If it was like the same date that your mother and this the other person experienced the same thing sitting at the bed. Yeah. If there's some kind of, you know, date that has to do with someone who may have died in the house a long time ago or something like that. I Because, yeah, I have she no said idea. she moved out of there and there were yeah. no encounters like that one. So, like, was it just like a, something that was happening at the house and they, yeah, like... That kind of mm-hmm. indicates that it could be connected to the property. Yeah, or the right. You're right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know unless we unless we heard a little bit more or or did something yeah. digging ourselves. Um, but it's very strange. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that it didn't you know choke your mom seriously. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, she says that I have many more paranormal stories. My whole family on both sides are very sensitive, and we've encountered many things. Maybe I'll send others. Ooh. Sending you much love from Mexico. Stay spooky. I Yay. love to stay spooky. Well, I would love to hear as many yes, stories please. as you're willing to give me. <laughs> Send in as many spooky fan stories as you have, and thank you for this one. It's uh, it's very cool. It's creepy. I love that you love the Haunted Dolls and Haunted Islands episodes. Um, so cool. Yeah. yeah. I love I love that she loved the, the Crone of the Cat skills, because yeah. that's like one of my favorite stories. Because even though I think Haunted Dolls are bullshit... The Chrono the Cat skills really scares me. It does it really scare you. You've talked about that for a while. I and I love that little that. short that she made. And I never heard of that until you came on the podcast and talked about it. I love so. it. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Again, and please send more spooky fan stories. Uh, everyone that's listening, we want your spooky fan stories. All of them. We need more. I want to hear from you what you have encountered. Even if it's not you. Like this, she didn't experience this. This was in her family. So yeah. if you have a family member or a friend that experienced something... You know, send their story in. And you Obviously, don't even have to you know, use them. Like, you don't have to say, like, it was my just, aunt. You, it was my cousin. It was my best friend from high school. You could just say, I yeah. heard this story once. This is what this yeah. person went through. You can always remain anonymous. Specifics. They can remain anonymous. Names can be left out. Yep. It's all up to you guys. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. Um, those of you who are listening, please give us five stars. Share the podcast around. And I know there's an ad for it, but... If you want ad-free stuff and bonus stuff, again, go to our Patreon, sign up. It's only $6 a month. Mm-hmm. You get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, like the Halloween episode. You get that full episode. Maybe we could put on exclusive merch just for this episode, like a Haunted we Dolls could do merch. Ex- Ooh, yeah. I, yeah. Already, Patreon I, I already have a graphic made. Ooh. Yes. So okay, don't done. you worry. It's only going to be for Patreon people. So Only Patreon. And you get a discount on merch if you're on Patreon. So it helps with that, too. So it's definitely worth it. It's only $6 for the month. Um, and uh, it would really help us out too. We want to give you great content and in order to do that, we, you know, need financial help in order to do that. And that financial stuff would help, uh, helps us give you better content, uh, upgrade stuff, gives you more. We can do more stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, and again, if anyone has any suggestions for episodes, uh, a fan gave us a suggestion of something that, uh, he wanted to hear. So we're actually going to take that to heart and we're going to do that for our next episode. I won't tell you what that is just yet. Uh, and I, we even are bringing in an expert, a literal expert on the subject. Because this person told us to do this said topic. Yeah. So, so I, I, I want to take our take fans seriously. Yeah, yeah. request seriously. We're, and we're a big spooky family here. Yes, yes. exactly. A big spooky family. Oh, that's so cute. That should be a shirt. <laughs> Again, thank you all so much for listening. Stay spooky. And leave the haunted dolls the fuck alone. Robert the doll don't come for me. <laughs> Robert the doll leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> goodbye, Robert. I'm so sorry. Bye, Robert. Oh my god, we forgot to say goodbye to Robert. <laughs> goodbye, Robert. <laughs>